hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. All right, Mads. So we're back. Yes, Long we time no see. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. What's hey, up? Girl, hey. Um, so as you can see, I am recording from my... <laughs> we're trying this out. We're trying this on for size. Um, I'm in my closet, which anyone who's been to my house knows <laughs> is very small. I'm feeling a little claustrophobic, but it's okay. It's for the art. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're trying to become more serious podcasters, serious podcasters on a budget. Let's just, let's just say that. Right. Um, don't quite have <laughs> enough money for like a studio space. Um, you know, What's I can't really, that? you know, fly down every weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, the problem is really, it's, 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 it's really like we don't live in the same city. And so, you know, trying to. Yeah. Up level ourselves. But even then, it's like, it's tough. It's expensive. But even then, it's <laughs> like, we need like a dedicated space and like a dedicated space with like the mics completely set up and the cameras already set up. And then the yeah. lighting situation, it's like, well, oh, God. Really, what is lighting situation? And then like trying to get like the audio set, as we all know, has been a nightmare for us on this show. Fucking nightmare. Um, and then also like, the soundproofing and the this and the that. Um, and so I think it's, you know, we're taking it step by step. I'm actually really loving our new um, motivation for creating more of a homey feel, if you will. <laughs> homey feel. It's like, where can I be that the dogs can find me? <laughs> the acoustics aren't trash. My headphones don't fuck up. I have exactly. everything. Everything can connect into like one little docking station. So we're not like, yeah, no. Um, if, if every, I, I think I'm going to post about like the jerry rigged situation that I have going on right now. Cause it's like my webcam is balancing on my ring light, which is uh, behind my laptop, which is on top of a travel jewelry case. Then there's a shoe box under it on top of my like ottoman. It. I brought the, the bedside table from our bedroom into the closet and, and a dining chair. Like I'm sitting on a dining chair. I don't have a chair in my closet. Um, and I'm up against my, literally like the closet door before I realized like I set everything up and then I was like, oh shit, I need to get dressed. So I had to like move everything. It's, it's rough. It's rough. But I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm excited. Um, I think like we are, it's 2022. We're doing this. Seeing, you know. I know gotten a lot of great so validation. Great. So thank you to all of our listeners that have reached out and commented and liked and, you know, and it's, it's very, our, it's very nice. Yeah. And I think it's through our listeners too. Um, a, we so appreciate the support. Like we get to do, you know, what we love and, and enjoy doing um, with your guys' support, which is awesome. And two, we hear you all or we heard you all and have decided to create a YouTube um, channel so that you all can yes. can see us. Hence the why, hence the reason why we're all jerry-rigging over here and, <laughs> uh, and 
what is it? What was the name of that character from the MacGyver, right? Like yeah. MacGyvering things yes. together to create some sort of like semblance of a studio feel. <laughs> um, we're yes. doing this for you guys. <laughs> yes. Maybe one day we will be able to do this as a 24-7 situation, but we love... No, seriously, it's been, it's been really fun. Um, today, we like Mark and I literally trying to arrange everything, uh, pulled like drywall off the wall. Like it was, a whole, I was like, fuck, we got to paint. It was a whole thing, but it's all part of the experience. And so that's why I'm in the closet. Um, cause we pulled drywall off the wall. So I feel like your house just, oh, this house. absolute chaos all the time. The hoopty house. We call it the hoopty house. Um, the hoopty house. Oh the hoopty house. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I am very excited that we're now starting to do this. And again, just to to Maddie's point earlier, we started a YouTube channel, um, where we'll be posting our episode. So, you know, if you're someone who wants to watch it, you can watch it. If you want to just listen, obviously everything is still business as usual. Um, I think for those of you who maybe listened to the, the BBQ's episode, I was telling Maddie that, you know, I did ask my mom, I was like, please do not listen to um, this episode, the episode with Angelica Swiss. And then I get a text message and my mom is like, so I'm at the family dinner for like with like my grandma, right? Everyone's there and they're at my uncle's house. She's like, we've all listened to that porn star episode. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna stop right there. And so... uh yeah, oh, that happened. I, you know, it's hilarious is like the look on screen right now that you have is like such a Scorpio of you where it's like you're literally saying something that's most likely causing you to like implode, but you're just like calmly like, yeah, that happened. Just like casually looking at the camera like, it's totally fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's okay. We spiraled Correct. a little bit yeah, earlier today that I ripped the drywall off the wall. Um, wait, hold on. But like, is it a Scorpio thing? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like Scorpios, it's like you guys aren't very um, expressive, visual or expressive of your emotions. Um, Like you guys kind of keep like what your real emotional state is inside and only share it with people that you're like super close and like, you know, trust. I'm going to go. How do we call it enigmatic? I like that way of putting it. We're an enigma. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. There you go. An enigma. Because I think that that sounds a little bit more strategic than... Oh, my God. Get your corporate ass out of here now. <laughs> um, all right. Well, on that note. Okay. So, yes, I am a, I'm a Scorpio, um, but I'm really excited about today's episode. I know we've, we've been talking about doing this as a topic for a long time. Um, yes. So, want to just go ahead and get started? Yeah, I'm here for it. All right. So... Um, yeah, let's, let's just, let's, let's go ahead and get started. So question for you. Um, and for all of our listeners, we're just going to be chatting about astrology. Um, you know, Maddie, her mom is a like fucking YouTube celebrity, um, in North Africa. (laughs) Um, and Maddie, you know, to this day. I, we really need to like have her come on and do a reading or something, but maybe that's you know, yeah. a little bit. We're we're gonna separate it a little bit from the porn star episode to Maddie's mom, <laughs> um, just in just in case her in her case. like her listeners find us and want to listen. Like we don't want to lose that many people that quickly. I'm um, just kidding. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, so okay, so tell me, like, I guess did you? How did you 
like get so interested in astrology and the celestial, if you call it? Was it because of your mom? That's actually a good question. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like growing up, I felt like astrology was a thing. Um, my, my, my family's always been, I think a little bit more on the spiritual woo woo side. And my dad like loved astrology instead of my mom. Um, Oh, that's cool. And I just like grew up, you know, it's like you grew up with like the magazine, what was it, like Cosmo and, and Style. Like they always had like the little like horoscope columns. Like growing up, it was like always what I read. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I want to say that I got more into it in recent years. Um because it's like when you think about it, it's almost like a tool that you can use, kind of like, you know, Myers-Briggs tests, like the personality tests and shit like that. It's just sure. a tool to like help you figure out like your own self a little bit, you know, like it could be utilized as a tool to create like more reflection in your life. Um, and I don't know, I've always just just enjoyed it. Like there's also like a level of storytelling to it too. And I took a course on it. With this like girl who's like an astrologer for the stars, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more so like fun for me just to like learn more. It is like a fucking science almost because it's like you have, you know, your sun sign, your moon sign, your your ascendant or rising sign. And then you have like the houses. So there are like 12 houses and each house represents something independent on where your sign is. And then there is the planet that rules that sign. And then there's like when certain planets like align with one another, what that means for you. So like it is way more complicated than we all really think it is. And so I think that's why I have like such respect for it. Um, Cause it's, it's kind of crazy. Okay. So we're going to dive into all that, the houses and the moons and the suns in a little bit. Um, but so I guess I just, I used to read, all like my horoscope every single day when I was commuting to, you know, to the city, um, from Brooklyn, I, there was, what was it? Not, not Apple daily. That's Hong Kong. I can't remember what the name of like the daily newspaper that they used to hand out outside of the train station every single morning. It was like one of those like daily free papers. And so I used to grab it. And then I used to basically just read my horoscope and then like throw it out. Just what does it type of me? Um, (laughs) hence why I go to Buzzfeed for my news. Um, but basically I'll never forget one day, like I interpreted my horoscope as you're going to have a bad day today. And so this is when I was a music major and it was like first period. And my, my teacher who was the scariest teacher ever, his name was Mr. Mm-hmm. Reberg. May he rest in peace. In retrospect, wonderful, wonderful teacher. But you know, when you're in high school, you're, you're a little smart ass, you know, um, I was like, I remember going, damn, my horoscope said that like today was going to suck. And he was like, what'd you say? And I was like, Uh-oh. you know, like my horoscope said it was going to be a bad day for me, whatever. And then he goes, sit back down. And then he was just like, I recommend you. Yeah. He goes, sit back down. And he was like, I recommend that you read your horoscope at the end of the day instead of the start of the day, because it's almost like confirmation bias, right? Where you're like, oh, yeah. you're now going to be going through your day to day or your day mm-hmm. trying to confirm, oh, my horoscope said that was going to be a bad day instead of being like, oh, yeah. I'm going first in sight singing and now I'm going to get it out of the way. I was like, oh God, like it's, a, oh damn. Yeah. Um, and so that's like kind of like stuck with me. prophecy to a degree. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of like, I feel like ever since then I try to like maybe stay away from it a little bit because I am mm-hmm. the kind of person that will be like walking on eggshells and looking for the bad or reading into things a little bit too much. Um, so, okay. I, I will, 
I will also mm-hmm. say though, like just for context, a lot of horoscopes are pretty much every single one of them that you will read in a, on a website or in a magazine or in the newspaper, even they're all based off of a sun sign, but like you as a human mm-hmm. being, it like you aren't just your sun sign. Like there's a shit ton of other information in your natal chart. And so, um, you know, it's, well, it's this, not necessarily accurate. Well, this <laughs> so is helpful and this too. is important. And the reason for that is because yeah. I feel like the other reason why I've stopped kind of like paying attention to it is because um, literally the, all anyone ever wants to tell me is what a fucking awful person I am because I'm a Scorpio. So maybe this is why I've like shied away from astrology. Um, we're going to get Girl, to that in a little bit. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I think we need to talk about this because... Okay. You gave me your, 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 you know, I already knew your date of birth, but you gave uh-huh. me the location and you gave me the time that you were born uh-huh. and I ended up doing your chart. Um, mm-hmm. and remember how, when we were talking with Angelica Swiss about the astrological signs and yep. how there's like a shit ton of, um, signs in my life that are all, um, what is Water. it? Sorry, or I'm air. that are no, no, no. I have a lot of fucking earth signs in my life. Earth, oh, it had to be one of four, yes. right? And I was wrong, <laughs> and of course you were wrong. Um, your fucking moon sign is Capricorn. No, I think it's Leo. No, your ascendant is Leo. Oh, mm. I don't know what that means. Like this whole time, I thought that your moon sign was Leo. But no, your moon sign is Capricorn. So, bitch, no wonder we get along because you are an Earth moon sign. You, that's why you and Pierre are basically the same fucking person, but like opposites <laughs> in a lot of ways, you know? Because it's like his sun is Capricorn, your moon is Capricorn. No fucking wonder. I just needed you to know that. So, anyways, your moon sign plays into. So that's why, because like you're really grounded too. Like Scorpios are kind of crazy, um, <laughs> but also you've got like a lot of Earth in your chart too. So you're like very much grounded. It's okay. also probably why you and Mark get along so well too, because Mark is also a Earth sign. Anyway, I just had to pull up your chart and like let you know that. So because I okay. know that a lot of people give you shit about the Scorpio thing, but I need you to know Everybody. that you also have Earth in your chart. Everybody gets a show. Okay. Well, before we talk about those specifics, like let's talk a little bit more about astrology. Um, like why does it matter? Like, why is it even something that we think about on a day-to-day basis? Or some people yeah, think about so, on a day-to-day basis. Um, yeah, astrology is an interesting one because um, you know, when you look historically at astrology, pretty much every ancient culture has had its own variation or version of astrology. Um, okay. Or they've developed their own version of astrology. Even in China, like there's the Chinese astrological signs. Um, and mm-hmm. it's so funny. It's like I was looking at data in Taiwan and apparently there's a decrease in birth rates for the year of the tiger because the tiger is seen as unlucky. Um, but the year of the dragon is considered really, really lucky. And so birth rates actually increase during the year of the dragon. Sorry. Fun little fact. I know. Side note. I feel like that's but, like something I can so get down with, like planning your baby's birth around. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So typically people will denote astrology as coming from like Babylonian era, like 3000 years ago. Um, okay. And basically like they just mapped the symbols in the stars. Um, and it was like 
essentially within every, you know, ancient culture that developed some sort of astrology, the real purpose of it was to create a system to like predict seasonal shifts and to interpret hashtag like quote unquote, like celestial cycles, um, as signs of like divine communication. But really it was more about like seasonal shifts, like around harvesting around spring, summer, um, and looking to see what sign was where the sun was. Um, and there's also like different types of astrology. So I know for us, we're typically more familiar with like Western version of astrology, but there's also Vedic astrology. There's modern, esoteric, Hellenistic, Egyptian, Chinese. Um, there's so many, once again, it all just goes back to the fact that like every ancient culture developed its own variation. And so there are different variations of which to interpret the stars. Um, but, and I think you will love this fucking story. Because uh, okay. it's related to the royal family, your favorite fucking family. <gasps> tell me more. All the tell me more. I know. Very angry with Harry, uh, by the way. But uh huh. Tell me more. Wait, why are you angry at Harry? Because he didn't go back for. He's not going back. He didn't go back for Prince Charles Memorial. He's not going back for the uh, Queen's Jubilee. We we're not going to go there right now. Tell me. Tell me the story. I'm going to love. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so. Back in the 1930s, there was this author or journalist by the name of R.H. Naylor. And so he wrote Mm -hmm. this article about the birth of Princess Margaret. And he made a whole bunch of predictions that actually came true, that, you know, she would have more of a rebellious spirit, which pretty much everyone in the royal family and those who love the royal family know that Princess Margaret was pretty much the the rebel of the crew. Um, She was Prince Harry before Prince Harry was Prince Harry. Exactly. And mm-hmm. on top of that, he predicted that when she was seven, there would be sort of a major shift within the royal family. And that's when, um, what's his name? Was it, George? I can't remember which what his King name George. was, but he ended up, was it King George? Where he abdicated the throne because he fell in love oh. with the American. Um, and so ended up putting her family into the actual immediate line, um, ancestral line for the monarch. Um, and so he predicted- It wasn't King George, by the way. That- King George was their dad. I can't was remember. Their dad. Yeah, so it was his brother. So basically her yep. uncle that was mm-hmm. the one who abdicated the throne. Um, and so he predicted all of these things would happen. They came true. And as a result, they decided to give him sort of his own column. Um, and so he created basically like the concept of what we know as like the modern day horoscope, where he would talk about like different sun signs and what would be going on for them within that particular span of time. Um, and so it then cool. just became sort of like a, you know, the thing of our generation. It just kind of skyrocketed in, in popularity ever since then. Um, and then, you know, in the 1960s and 70s, when you think about like the hippie movement and all of mm-hmm. that, um, it was sort of the rise of the new age movement, like the age, the dawn of the Aquarius or the dawn of the age of the Aquarius. Um, like horoscopes became such a thing. Um, and there was this popular book that had been uh published, I think, back in the 1960s, too, that once again skyrocketed even more into mainstream culture. Um, and so, yeah, that's sort of like the historical relevance, not only from like an ancient civilization perspective, but even in like modern day, why it's so popular now. So I, I had like kind of heard a little bit about that, but I didn't realize that that's where, um, or the the guy Nailer, I didn't realize that's where like modern day horoscopes came, horoscopes came from. Um, but that's... Yep. That's interesting that that's how it, like it was, I guess just the the evolution of that, right? Um, But, okay, so he had to learn about that from somewhere. And you said that there are so many different types of astrology, if you will. Um, So, like, 
do we know where it came from? If there's like Chinese and Hellenistic and modern and Western and this and that, like what is regarded as like the science behind it? That's so interesting that you bring that up. So I um, went on like the deep end of research and there's like only one real book that talks about sort of the scientific potential of astrology. This book was like $40, I think, because it's not like published anymore. So it's like considered rare. Um, This one right here, the scientific This is why we can't afford studio time, by the way. (laughs) I'm joking. Because I keep buying books. Yeah, I know. It's a problem. I can't tell you how many books I have just waiting. Pierre literally gets mad at me now every time there's an Amazon box that arrives because I just keep buying books. Like I literally have a problem, you guys. Um, So basically it's by Dr. Percy Seymour and he essentially talks about how or his theory really is that um, our nervous system is essentially based off of neurons, right? And there are these messaging transmitters that are known as axons, and they get fed by sort of the electrical stimulation of our nervous system. But the interesting thing about axons, too, is they can be affected by external stimuli as well outside of the body. Um, And so he essentially makes this theory that since there's like a change in the magnetic field generates an associated sort of electrical field, right? Like when we think of like Earth's magnetic field and we think about how like everything in a sense is kind of like electricity, right? Um, It can stimulate the nervous system um, and can act as sort of like an antenna, which we kind of detect sort of the variations and the vibrations of Earth's field. Um, I know, I know. And this can all be impacted. I do follow, I do follow. Mm -hmm. You follow it. Okay. So basically Mm -hmm. he talks about how like the positioning of the sun in relation to the earth can, you know, be affected. Uh, The relationship of the moon to earth can be affected. Like when you think about the moon and how it can actually affect our atmosphere and create tidal waves, for example, right? Like there's a direct correlation between like sort of the gravitational aspect Mm -hmm. of planets um, and earth. Um, So he talks about that um, and, you know, he Like I said, he talks about this gravitation and cycles of light. Uh, We talk about like seasons, hence why astrology became popular to begin with because it was a way of tracking the seasons and tracking harvests. Um, When you talk about sort of the biological clocks of animals, um, so for example, oysters, um, they tend to open up a lot more and for a period of time when there are high tides. So AKA being affected by the gravitational pull of the moon during certain periods of time. Um, so essentially the theory that lay, that is laid out is that like one planets affect the solar cycle in specific ways, right? Okay. Two, the solar cycle affects the geomagnetic field, right? Geomagnetic field affects life on earth in certain observed ways, specifically many species. So when you think about like birds, for example, and how do they know to fly like north, south, whatever, how they fly during winter, right? It's because they're following geomagnetic fields on the earth dictating which, which place they need to migrate to for example. Um, And also there are studies showcasing that humans are also affected by these geomagnetic fields, um, certain particular states of those geomagnetic fields. Um, These influences appear to correlate with planetary positions. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, 
Um, and essentially okay. he proposes that um, the behavior of the fetus at the time of birth is linked to cycles within those geomagnetic fields, um, and sh- which in turn are influenced by the solar cycle and positions of the planets. And resonance is a phenomenon by which the fetus is phase locked to specific cycles. So to dumb it all down, I guess, he's just <laughs> saying that, you know, Earth essentially has sort of this magnetic field and the sun, the moon has an effect on us both from a biological standpoint, like a biological clock standpoint, a geomagnetic field standpoint. Um, So what's to say that other planetary positions don't also affect us too? And as a result, it can create certain like like electrical cycles that we sense in the body because we are electric, like energetic beings, right? Like, yeah. Um, and that we sense these things and it kind of creates like cycles even within us based on when the fetus is born. So that's his theory. Um, and okay. he goes in depth in each chapter within the book of specific things. Um, and it makes sense. Um, so there's not like a specific, like this is proven, but what he says makes sense and gives sort of a shade of understanding as to why astrology can be relevant to us as humans. Okay. So it was a lot of science. I know. I know. I know. But again, I did follow. I did follow. No, no, no. I did follow for a change. Um, So again, okay. Makes sense. But going back to what you said earlier about how I'm a Scorpio, I think sun, but I'm a Capricorn moon. And so like, mm-hmm. so what does that even mean? Right? Like, yeah. Or, or and tell me if I'm wrong, but like, is it like literally the scun, the, the scun, the scun, the sun was the sc- in the Scorpio, whatever. Yeah. Or the day I was born, the time I was born, the sun was in Scorpio, the moon was aligned to Capricorn. And then what the hell is an ascendant? Like, because yeah. and, and you know one of the questions that we always ask our our guests is all two of them that we've had is what's your top three signs? Like, wh- so what does all that mean in regards to this like scientific explanation of astrology? Yeah, so it's just so basically to your point, yes, um, your sun sign is when like when you were born, where the sun was positioned in regards to sort of the the twelve astrological signs, which are basically constellations in the stars, right? So a certain um, positioning of the planets. It's almost like a snapshot. You take like a snapshot of your natal chart and it tells you where each planet was when you were born, which house, where the constellations were. Um, and so it so happened that when you were born, the sun was in position of Scorpio, right? Hence why you're a Scorpio. Yes. Um, But then your moon sign, to your point, is also where the moon was in your chart and your moon was in Capricorn. Now, ascendant is a little bit interesting because ascendant has more to do. This is why you need to have the specific time that you were born because the ascendant changes every two hours. Okay. And so, sorry. So that's my external. What do they mean? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your sun sign has to do with sort of the, um, your core identity, like your soul, right? Um, so I'm sketchy at my soul because I'm Scorpio. <laughs> I'm sketchy. You're loyal. You're intuitive. Um, you are guarded with your emotions. Um, I Is mean, that because I'm of Chinese things. or because I'm a Scorpio? Unclear. <laughs> you're calculated. Very strategic. We could use that word instead. I was going to say, I was like, calculated um, sounds negative. Let's not do that, please. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're strategic. Um, and then your moon sign, right, is really about your inner self. It's about, you know, your emotional self, um, the private and emotional parts of you. Um, okay. And so Capricorn, which makes sense to me because you tend to be more like, I think, reserved with your emotions or you tend Vanilla. to be more of like logical, analytical with your emotions. Yeah. Um, like, I know you say this all the time to me whenever I come bitching and moaning about something to you where you're like very much a problem solver, um, which is like Pierre to a T because Pierre's a Capricorn. Unempathetic, you mean? Um, <laughs> no, 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 not even empathetic. Like, you, you do empathize, but like you go into problem solving mode and you always tell me you're like, go to Mark for the like emotional stuff. Like I'm the, the this, this way. If you want emotional support, like go to Mark. He's more of that, um, which is just like so funny to me. Um, but it makes sense now that I understand that you're a Capricorn you're a moon Capricorn. Um, okay. And then your ascendant or rising sign. So it's interchangeable, those terms. Typically has to do with like how you appear at first and how okay. you relate to others. So basically it's like the first impression that you give off to people. It's like the mask that you wear to a degree, um, okay. which makes sense to me because like as a Leo, a Leo is usually like loud, charming, extroverted. Um, and that's kind of like how you are when you first meet people. Like you're the type of person I like to go to parties with because you're so good with people and you're so good at being this like big personality. Okay. So let me just clarify. I don't disagree with any of this, but is it like the way I'm interpreting it and kind of digesting it is that I'm an introverted or I'm an extroverted introvert? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. Fine. fine. I'll let you have it. Um, that does make sense to me. Um, but... For the record, because I know everyone loves to fucking hate on Scorpios, which is apparently my core identity. And so I am very much like a Scorpio. Um, I read that world leaders are most often Scorpios. So just going to leave that there. I'm not mad at that. I'm going to say something and just know that I love you um, before I say it. But uh, yeah, I mean, y'all are kind of sociopaths. So, and... You know, we we talked about strategic, um, but really, no, 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 I think he used the word calculated. Calculated. (laughs) I mean, those are kind of like the skill sets that you need, I think, to do well as a politician, especially in this day and age. Um, We all know my thoughts on world leaders and political systems. So um, it's just, okay. skill sets that are needed in order to thrive in that space. Um, It's actually so funny that you say that because there's research that's actually been done where people cataloged sort of the top 500 serial killers based on their Zodiac signs. Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Here, what are the numbers? Um, Apparently they found that Cancer, Pisces, Sagittarius, and Scorpio accounted for almost 40% of serial killers. Wait, I'm sorry, really quickly. Three of those are water signs. Yes. Is that right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, that that's one of what I one of the takeaways from this was a water signs are fucking crazy. Just putting that out there. Oh. Um B water signs surprisingly are also most likely to be victims of serial killers. So like they did this analysis looking at the victims too of these serial killers. Majority of them were water signs, then it was oh. air signs, then then it was earth signs and the least likely to be a victim to a serial killer are fire signs. Thank fucking God. Um, <laughs> my Aries okay. is just like, Oh, whew, thank God. Um, and, but also what was hilarious to me, because for everyone who knows my husband is Capricorn, um, Capricorns were actually 
the deadliest serial killers, they um, killed a lot more people on average. So if I go missing at any point in time. <laughs> Pierre, I could see him being like a silent but deadly type. No, I'm kidding. I really couldn't. I really, Pierre's really like... No, I, I like, I, I actually don't, but maybe. Um, but maybe, wait, like, you don't but, know. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, could I see it? Maybe. Don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying it's it's never going to happen. Um, I do sometimes, like, worry when, like, I, uh, like, going back to this whole me being a sociopath uh, or maybe being a sociopath and not empathetic and being like, go to Mark if you want sympathy. I'm like, we're going to work through this and we're going to solve it. But, like, if you want any, like, if you want to have a pity party or woe is me, like I'm not your gal. Um, yeah. Although I did call you today freaking out having a pity party. So thank you for listening to me and being empathetic when I usually don't give that to you. Um, no, no, no. But you do though. You're like the, the, the tough love that I like constantly need considering how I am. So yes. I'm we like, okay, are we done? Another. Yeah. Are, are like, we, so are, are we, we done? No, never. Great. Never. Now, you never like shut now. me off. <laughs> No, no, no. But I'm like, okay, so we're done. So now we're going to, we're going to move on. We're going to figure it out. Um, <laughs> um, oh I, sometimes I'm like, like, and I don't know if this is like a Scorpio trait, but yeah, I definitely can be like very, I think I'm like, I'm very empathetic with particular situations, but like when I'm not empathetic, yeah. like you get nothing. It's yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty much a fucking Scorpio. <laughs> it's like, you can help this. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, Let's yeah, move on. Yeah. But then like if there's like a homeless person on the street and I like believe that they're actually homeless and they're like panhandling, but I'm like, oh my God, you you look like you really are trying. Like I can't yeah. even handle it. So it's interesting. Um, okay. It's so, interesting because there's like such depth to scorpions, be, Scorpios because there isn't a very emotional aspect to them. Like they can be when it comes to certain things and they're very vulnerable with people that they trust and know and love, right? Mm-hmm. But like... Typically, it's you're getting like a, a, a like a blank stare from them most of the times. This, <laughs> yeah, when that, it comes to emotional oh. stuff, like you, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh, cool, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna, yeah, head on um, over there. Okay, I'm gonna so, go grab another drink. Thanks. <laughs> so let me know when you figured that out. Um, no, it's actually funny. This made me think of when I first met Mark, and there was this girl that he had like I guess been dating, and then he ended it with her. Um, you know, to be with me. And she like freaked out and, you know, called him and said some scary things about wanting to like, you know, hurt herself, which mm. I don't, I didn't <laughs> tell you what I said. <laughs> oh God. Um, okay. So my response <laughs> was, um, he called me like one o'clock in the morning. Like, what do I do? And I was like, no offense, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> and what I meant yep. was, I'm a, <laughs> what yep, I mean, no, listen, here's the thing. I didn't mean like, I don't care if she hurts herself because obviously that like, I, that's awful. Yeah, and no, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I got, like, I got what you put down. <laughs> this is not my problem. And I literally was like, I'm not trying to get like acid thrown in my face or anything. I literally said this because I think I had like just read an article about like a model who like, this woman like was jealous of her and literally threw acid on her face and now she has a you know what I mean like she's so disfigured. To our yeah. listeners who are good friends with Alina, 
I think this is a prime example of her scorpionness. So um, you just gave us like the perfect example. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was like, no offense. Like, I don't know this girl. There's nothing I can fucking do. I barely know you. Like, I really hope that this doesn't happen. But like, I am not the person that you need to be calling to deal with this. <laughs> and I literally was oh just like, God. I'm going to bid you. Adieu. Farewell. <laughs> I'm going to wish you the best of luck. And then I was like, call me when you figured out your fucking drama. And then maybe, maybe we can pick this up. Um, and she's fine. I also like, I feel like I can like laugh about this a little bit now, but like, cause she's totally fine. Everything was okay. But like, I, I remember I was like, the fuck do you think I'm going to do about this? You think I'm going to call her? And like, wh- what do you want me to do? Like, I am not the person that you need to be on the phone with right now. You need to be on the phone with like her family, her friends, you need to be there. You need to, it's 911. Like, it is not me, my friend. Like, I think the fuck not. You're not bringing me into this. Um, and I think that says a lot about me as a person. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know who you're trying to, yeah. I mean, I already knew you were a Scorpio. So, like, this, okay. this is just, this just like adds another foundational block into that, you know, like validating. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to move on now. Um, so, okay, so we know that water signs in particular are the crazy. fucking crazies. Although yep. the only non-water sign in that, you know, in the, um, I guess the the four signs that, that you mentioned was the most deadliest. So it's like, I feel like when they snap, they snap. Um, so, but yep. what do the like elements mean? Because, like, why are all the water ones crazy? Why are all the water ones crazy? And, and why are the fire ones, like, the, like, nah, no drama for me. I'm good. I'm good. Well, because I feel like fire signs, I mean, I'll speak to myself. Like, we can be, like, hard-headed and sometimes hot-tempered. But, like, we deal with things in the moment. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like okay. with water signs, they'll typically be very emotional, but they'll hold on to things. Um, and oh, then they yeah. snap. While, like, you know... Fire signs were like, nah, fuck this, and we will like cuss someone the fuck out and feel better. Oh <laughs> um, no. That's yeah, see? <laughs> okay. That's that's probably what it is. We just have healthier coping mechanisms. I mean, we don't know like how to like hold back. I think that's the the worst part of it. Um but you know, you deal with the emotion instead of like holding on to it and then letting it compound and then, you know, and then you snap. Not okay. to say that we don't hold resentments every once in a while hold grudges. We do, but... Um, I'm a master of grudges. Oh, I know you are. <laughs> Looking at you, Antonio. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, my God, that story. No, um, really. So I'm, I'm looking at you. <laughs> but it's so funny because I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people try to, like, categorize the elements as specific type, but, like, within each element, each one of those signs has, like, its own personality type. But if you were to, like, group them together and give, like, an overbroad generalization, yes. um, you know, with – you look at fire signs. They're typically seen as, like, passionate, courageous, and impulsive. Um, we all know I've had many, many times where I've been like, oh, I just did this. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I didn't mm-hmm. even know you wanted to do that. I was like, yep, I just did it. Um, or like sometimes we'll, you'll be like, oh, what are you doing this week? And I was like, oh, I just randomly booked myself like a trip to Joshua. literally like, thinking. What the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, that's just, that's one of the things. Um, with, you know, um, earth signs, typically you will see them as being like practical, more stable, grounded. Uh, And that's typically the best word that I can describe Pierre as is very grounded. 
Um, then you have the air signs. Exactly. He's like this. Then you have the air signs, which are like seen as like more intellectual, more communicative. They're like the free spirits. You know, I see always them like floating around. A lot of okay. times air signs will also be some of the rebels too. Um, they go against the mainstream in a lot of ways. Um, and then you have okay. water signs, which are seen as like intuitive, mysterious, um, and at times sensitive, like, like I said, they can have like very deep emotional stuff, but only once again for Scorpio, it's different because it's like deep emotional stuff, but only shared with people that you really trust, for example. Um, and then when you look at a natal chart, you know, like being, um, you know, fire, earth, water, whatever, like different planets will sit in different parts of your chart. Um, and, uh, also, like there are houses, right? So there's like the 12 houses and based okay. on when you were born, it'll be sort of a map of all of the different signs. And so, you know, sometimes your Jupiter will be in Capricorn. I don't know. I'm just insinuating. Um, or, you know, your it's not just your sun, your moon, your ascendant and all of these other things, but also some of the planets are in different parts or different houses. Um, and so some people will have like more balanced charts where, you know, planets are spread out across the different signs, right? And then some people will have natal charts where it'll be extremely heavy with like everything is in fire signs only or everything is in water signs or it'll be like a mishmash, mishmash. Um, for example, in my chart, I am surprisingly pretty much all fire and um, really a lot of earth is in my chart too. Um, I have a bit of water signs, but I have like barely any air signs in my chart. So meaning that I'm like imbalanced and a lot of people will... Um, and this is for the people who are like into astrology, but they'll find ways to like bring more air into their life. So I find, you know, I find the most engaging um, or the people who are most supportive in my life. And not to say that you're not supportive, you are very supportive, but the people who are like constantly fanning my flames um, or the people who like hype me up the most are typically air signs, weirdly enough. Okay. Um, and I find like those like, you know how you sometimes have conversations with people and you never ever see them again, but it's like, it was like such an eye-opening, expansive conversation and you feel so full after a conversation with them, but then you never see them again. Um, maybe. I'm trying to think okay. of an example. Well, I can't think of me. one off the top of my head. Maybe I haven't met as many interesting people as you. Oh, stop. Uh, it's also because like you keep in touch with like everyone you meet. You're just like really good with people. Um, <laughs> so like a lot of times they're like, my therapist is an air sign, for example. My mom is an air sign. Um my one of my oh, intuitive healers, she's an air sign. Okay. Yeah. And also Pierre's moon sign is Aquarius, which is an air sign. Um, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like I need more air things in my chart in order to help balance me, for example. Uh, so that's like one of the ways that people will interpret natal charts, right? It's like trying to create a balance across all of the elements. That's why some people bring some importance to the concept of the elements. Um, Got it. But then okay. another layer of this is, I know that I'm like literally giving I'm like, you okay, like where? <laughs> what, what, what is it? Fucking course on this stuff. Um, there's another layer and basically it's called like fixed, mutable, and cardinal signs, right? So I've card never heard this in my life. You've never heard of this? Mm -mm. Wow. So what does that mean? So cardinal signs are um, Aries, Cancer, Leo, and Capricorn. And they're typically the signs that like will kick off a season 
right? Okay. So for example, Aries, we kick off spring, um, spring right? Capricorn will kick off winter, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're typically seen as like the leaders. So it's like another added layer to the natal chart that complicates things. Okay. Um, they're seen as leaders. Um, you know, they make things happen. They're the ones who like will typically start the spark of something, but they're really bad or like will have the lack of energy with follow through, which is pretty much me to a fucking T. Um, then there's like the fixed signs, which you and, um, Mark are. So Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. Um, and you guys are seen as like the stabilizing signs. Um, you guys like root and you guys are blossoming. Um, and you're seen as more of the responsible types, um, because you will typically take care of everything, right? You are in the middle of the season as everything is blooming. You are the stable rooted ones. Um, but you can get caught up in like plans and processes, right? And okay. then you have the, um, what are the other ones? The mutable signs, which is like Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Um, and they're seen as sort of like the end of a season um, and they kind of help us transition into the next. Um, and they're typically seen as the more flexible, adaptable signs um, because okay. of the fact that they're, they're the ones who are helping us change from one season to the next. Okay, I don't hate that. Um, yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, I definitely like my my therapist. She always says like, sometimes I get caught up. What it's like, I get caught up in the tree, so I can't see the forest. That's exactly what it is about fixed signs, where it's like they get so caught up in the plans and the processes that they don't see the big picture, or they forget to see the big picture. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like literally the the way that this came up was because every week for three and a half fucking months, I was like, so the fucking tile in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, but what if I get this and blah, blah, blah. What if I don't like how it looks? What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. What kind of do I do? Can oh, I maintain so this? Blah. And she was just like, Alina, like it's tile. And I was like, no, 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 no. But this is like tile. And then I'm like, well, this was like 319 a square foot and this was like 1287 a square foot and like blah, 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 blah. What do I do? Does it? Oh God. Yeah. It was like the tile apocalypse of 2021. Don't talk about it anymore. The Reno apocalypse of 2021. We don't talk about it anymore. I, I mean, I'm sitting in like I'm sitting in the bathroom effectively um, for our listeners that have not been to my house. Um, the hoopty house. Someone thought it was a good idea to make the master closet. Like you have to walk through the bathroom to get to it. Kind of like the reverse of Carrie's closet. Um, less cool. Um, so I'm literally sitting in this bathroom and I'm staring at the tile floor right now. But anyway, um, okay, so fine, fine. I think that you may have converted me into believing right. that there is a science behind this, that this is real. Um, however, and I waited mm. for the end to mm. throw this in your face. Um, I read somewhere okay. that there was once a 13th zodiac sign. And therefore... I am not actually a Scorpio. And so all you bitches that have been giving me shit for 32 years can suck it. Um, What do you think about that? You are so funny. Um, Yeah. So Earth actually does travel through 13 signs. Okay. uh, AKA constellations, really. Um, And the 13th sign, hold on, I have the name here. Ophicius? Ophicius? I think it's Ophicius. Um, And they're known as like the serpent bearer. And so they're supposed to represent like the god of medicine who was like Asclepius, who was like the son of like the god of Apollo. Um, 
However, Babylonians, and I think this is sort of the root of like Western astrology, um, they decided about 3,000 years ago that it was cleaner to just keep it to 12 signs. Um, And so they excluded the 13th sign. Oh, my God. Now I really want to know what your chart would look like with... um, Wow. So like in Vedic astrology, they will typically include Ophicius, um, born under the sun of Ophicius, Um, but like other astrologies like don't even consider it, which I think is kind of funny. Um, Yeah. And a lot of people will like completely avoid this topic and pretend that it doesn't exist, even though it's like, wait, but it is a constellation in the stars. So like, why did we forget about this? Why did we just decide? Uh, Because somebody wanted to blame all the Scorpios in the world. (laughs) Probably. That's probably what it was. Yeah. That's a hundred percent what it was. Um, Either that or it's because nobody can say Ophicius or Ophicus or whatever the hell it is. So they were like, yeah, no, these people are not going to be they're not going to be able to handle that. I also love that somebody 3,000 years ago when they were like creating this like system thought like, hmm, so there's 13 here, but I don't like it. I think we should just like scratch this out entirely and just keep it to 12, even though like the constant, like it still exists as a constellation in the sky. You guys all agree? And like 3,000 years ago, somebody <laughs> made this executive decision and like we're here now, like 3,000 years later. Questioning everything being, that we like, know. Exactly. Like, isn't that funny? <laughs> LOL. Life. <laughs> uh, well, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole today, but I feel like it could probably, it like maybe has something to do with like, you know, 13 being an unlucky number. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. But the, the fact is, I'll let you have it because I don't disagree with a lot of what you said today. Um but the fact of the matter is, is that like I theoretically and me and all my Scorpio brethren may not actually be assholes Scorpius. because you people say we are. Um, but it could still be, even though you may not be under Scorpio, like it's, how can I say this in a way that would make sense? Because my brain is trying to make sense of it right now. It's like, yes, we would include this thing, but based on when you were born, it would still then craft what the personality or trait is for someone who was born within that sign. So maybe collectively the trait that you would then be born under considering the change would then just change too. That makes sense. I think I get it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's pretty much, it was like a whole bunch of research that was done. It's like, okay, people who are born within this specific time period, you know, they have all of these like particular traits, right? It wasn't like, oh, here are all the constellations and we're going to dictate what the traits are per constellation. It was like people who are born. And then it kind of goes back to the science of Dr. Percy Seymour, who basically said that like, based on when you were born, based on the geomagnetic fields that are playing out, it will affect the cycles that you then experience when you were born. Okay, fine, Maddie, whatever. So whatever. typically, whatever your I'm sign is, you'd still be a psycho. <laughs> I'd still be more likely to be a world leader. I'd still be more likely to not give a fuck. <laughs> and my most likely to be a killer too. My priorities <laughs> are going to be me not getting acid thrown in my face and then, you know, we got to protect this. Um, over oh, you God. calling me and asking me for help with someone. <laughs> I will say though, after hearing all of this, I just want to emphasize that, like, clearly nothing is definitive. Like, this is all still theory, right, in regards to, like, the science around this stuff and what it mm-hmm. is. 
I personally believe, and I'd love to hear your thoughts after hearing me spew all this like data and information at you. But okay. my my perception on all of this is is that it's it's just another tool. Like we as humans are aimlessly navigating in this world and trying to make sense of the things that are in front of us, and it's just another tool to do like reflective work on like who you are and like what you are, right? So some people will relate to some things and some won't. And I think it's helpful mm-hmm. when utilized in that forum. Um, but is everything definitive? No, not really. Um, but I still find it to be like a fun, like mystic art form to play with. Um, and I know that like, I know Mark is like particularly a non-believer because I actually like read his chart to him one day when you weren't there um, with like Janet and a whole bunch of our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, kind of nope. curious. He was like, nope, don't agree with this shit. Bye. Um, kind of curious. Like I know you've been like iffy about it. You're like, whatever. But like kind of curious, like where you stand now hearing all of this. No, I mean, right. Like you, you kind of called me out on a lot of shit. That is definitely true. Um, I, I do think like reading into it too much can lead to a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy and hundred percent. And I think because I'm a fixed sign, um, and I get caught up in the process and, you know, when I get caught up in the trees, not the forest, um, like I can't let myself, right. Because if I do that, I will, I'll stay in the trees and I'll never see the forest, if that makes sense. Mm, Um, sense. So for me, as a tool, I feel like this would do more, if I like let it, it would do more bad than good. Not not bad, that's dramatic, but you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I could over-index on it, like seriously over-index on it and then like it just wouldn't help anyone. Um, But I think, yeah, like it's like, I also wonder though if it's like an excuse for some people like, oh, I... Instead of wanting to do the work, like me being like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Scorpio, I'm a fixed sign. So, you know, like I'm, I'm just, I'm always going to like get caught up in the details and get frustrated or whatever it is or trigger anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wonder if it can, you know, it definitely has that side of it. But, um, but at the end of the day, we're just all living on this little blue dot and we just don't fucking know what the point is. And, uh, love the callback, <laughs> you know, we try, we try. Um, but yeah, so it's, I, 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 I get it, but I think like for certain personality types like myself where 100%. like, you know, if you, if you let yourself like hone in on something, then you're going to over index and it's going to be really bad. So take it as like a guiding thing. It can be fun. We can talk about it, whatever. I can laugh about the fact that, Hey, if I'm ever serial killer one day, you all fucking should have seen it coming. And it's don't look at me. It's not my fault. You didn't stop me. Yeah. I think think to your point, anything of too much of anything is a bad thing. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's like, take it for what it is and take what you want out of it. I will say though, that world leaders do utilize astrology. Like, um, I think it was Reagan, the Reagan Mm -hmm. family, Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan were very, very big on astrology. And it was like a huge thing in American politics during the time that he was in office because they were like, are you guys really like looking to the stars for information? Um, so yeah. And she like, wouldn't, she would only schedule certain events around. Yep. Around astrology. Um, so there's a part of it that I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can get with it to some degree, but to your point, yeah, like too much of anything is, is, is a bad thing. It's too much. Yeah. And we, we, we out here trying to like live, only tell me when Mercury's in retrograde because that's really when shit goes off the deep end. Well, I just blame um, everything on it. I'm like, Mercury must be in retrograde today. I'm like, work was annoying or this happened. Or I'm like, the dog shit inside. Mercury in retrograde again. Damn it, Mercury. Like, I just, I, I literally blame everything on that. I don't even know what it means really, but I'm just like, oh, fuck Mercury. Fucking Mercury, man. 
Oh, I so I can get with that side of astrology. <laughs> Um, I hope this was like helpful, not just to you, but to our listeners too. Um, and I can't wait to hear like whether our li- listeners like believe in it as much now or like feel that there's some value into this stuff or they're like, nah, fuck this. It's still fake news. Did you learn anything about yourself? Do you believe that you may be um, a psychopath or a sociopath at this point in time? Sorry. If so, let us know. Maddie will walk you through how to... I'm here for it. Not. Um, All right. Well, with that, I think it's time to bid you adieu. And uh, we'll see you next week. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye.